And of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that J Radio can definitely use your donations. So the address is J Radio, twenty eight twenty nine Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York one one two two nine. That address again is J Radio, twenty eight twenty nine Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York one one two two nine. And if you would like to text in. To ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on jwoodradio.com. The number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, Kayach from the Mayach, Extreme Martial Arts Demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, of a Sabanian program, uh, 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 your, your yeshiva, your banos, your beis yakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or a sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, Martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, qigong energy lessons, and so on. Uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs's books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhirps at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Wow. By the way, for our uh, raffling off of a radio, a Nucky radio from J-Root, I just want you to know our winner is Eliyahu Cohen. Yes, Eliyahu Cohen is our winner for the Nucky radio. Yes, indeed. Okay, so Bezal Hashem, we'll get it to you somehow. Okay, and now... Uh, now we're going to start a story? Well, that's the idea, isn't it? I hope so. You got one? I think so. Uh, what do you got over there? Uh, a sitter. Well, what do you got a sitter for? You doubting my roof now? No, no, I doubt uh, I mean, uh, No, no, I mean, so what do you got to sit for? <laughs> it's part of the story. Oh, you put davening in the story? Is this a story about davening? No, 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 it's a story. It's a, a very good story. Don't worry. Okay, so first, let me give you some background so you should know what's going on. Okay, so what's going on? Well, the first thing you got to know is the name of the story is called Kiddush Lavana with the Kashnitsha Magid. The Kashnitsha Magid? Is that Rabbi Yisrael Hopstein? 
Yep, that's him. As Rabbi Yisrael Hopstein, the one who was born by a bracha from the Halig of Balshemta, because his tati Shopsy and his mommy Pearl were not having any children, and then they got a special bracha from the Balshemtov, and then the Balshemtov said they should name the baby Yisrael. Yep, that's the one. And that's exactly what they did. And that's why his name is Rabbi Yisrael Hopstein. And then his mother sent him to learn uh, with the Heiliger Tzadik of Schmelk of Nickelsburg. Yes, that's right. And then, and he also learned uh, uh, from the Rebbe, the Masricha Magid, the big Talmud from the Baal Shem Tov. Uh, yes, that's right again. And then, after the Masricha Magid was Nifta, uh, he learned by Rabbi Eliemelech of Lizyanks. The Nayamali Melech. Wow, Yossi. How did you know that? I have your card with all the information. Oh, give, give that back to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was wondering how you knew that. Okay. Ah, okay, so anyways, this is a very interesting story. A very powerful story. And an interesting story. <laughs> all your stories are interesting. And all of them are powerful in what way? Uh, lesson-wise. Oh! <laughs> Why are you picking the story for this week? Oh, excellent question. You know what tonight is? Uh, tonight is like Wednesday night? No, come on. Jewish-wise. Uh, Mittwoch and Mittwoch? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Matzah Yam Ravi going into Yam Hamishi? Come on. It's tonight and tomorrow and Friday. Oh, and tonight is tonight, and tomorrow is tomorrow, and Friday is Friday, and come in your see thing. Rosh Chodesh! Rosh Chodesh! Oh, Rosh Chodesh, kiss like Hanukkah is just around the corner. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Yes, woo-hoo-hoo-hoo, you're right. Okay, so, um, I have a story that has to do with Hanukkah! No, it has to do with... Kedesh Lavana? How'd you know? I got your card again. Oh, just stop that, give me back my card. Okay. Anyhow, you're right. It's a story about Kiddush Lavana. Actually, I didn't take your card this time. So how'd you know? Because you said the title before. Kiddush Lavana with the Kaiser Magid. Ah, so at least you pay attention. Okay, our story starts. We're going to go back a number of years. Will we find somebody by the name of Alexei? Yeah, we'll call him Alexei. Okay, you call him Alexei. I'll call him Gefiltefish. No, 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 Alexei. Okay, so Alexei uh, was a very interesting person. When he was growing up, uh, he, you know, he you know, was uh, going to work a little bit. He said, ah, watch she now. I have to go to work. Ah, I have to make some uh, money to support my family. Yeah, what am I going to do? All right, let me go work for somebody. Excuse me, sir. My name is Alexei, and I was just wondering if you have any work for me. Well, let's see now. You look like a big, strapping, strong fella. I am. I'm a big, strong fella, and I'm still growing. Oh, I see. Very interesting. Okay, I'll tell you what. I will pay you, um, uh, let's say, two groschen. If you help me carry this firewood onto my wagon. Two groschen? How about uh, a zlata? Oh, come on. <laughs> That's too much money. i got to make a profit. Yeah, you got to make a profit. 
<laughs> All right. Go ahead. Make yourself a profit. Uh, how much you going to pay me? I told you. Two groschen. All right. All right. All right. Okay, fine. Fine. Two groschen it is. Not a problem. I mean, two groschen? Okay. Two groschen. It's pittens, you know? No, no, no. It's groschens. Uh, whatever. Boy, he looks like he's angry. Yes, he is. <laughs> but, you know, well, we're watching Alexei grow up. Uh, but, but he sounds like he's pretty grown up. Well, right now he's like, uh, like a young teenager. Like, not like 13. You know, he's like about 19 or something like that. Oh, <laughs> very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's see now. i got to go help him with the firewood. Let me pick up this firewood. Oh, Take everything from the bag. 
Hmm, I think I just just take a little bit at a time. He probably won't even notice it. I don't even know if he knows how much is in there. He takes the money, he just throws it in the bag. <laughs> I wonder if he has a uh, an accounting about it or not. But I'm not going to take all of it. <laughs> Let me see what's going on. <laughs> all right. Oh, what's she doing? Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh... What what are you doing, boss? Oh, what am I doing? Uh, it's getting dark, and I didn't have a mincha yet, and I won't get to the shul on time. So rather than to miss the time for davening mincha, I'm gonna go over to there in that corner there and daven mincha. Uh, you're gonna chop and bap and bap what? Oh, pray, pray. Uh, you know, we Jewish people we say prayers. You know, you know. I'm gonna do my afternoon prayer. Ah, yeah, yeah. You do that. You do that. And you just wait over here, and if a customer comes, tell him to wait a minute, I'll be with him soon. Yes, yeah, sir, sir, sir. Very good. Wow. Hmm. Go pray. While he's going to pray, that gives me an idea. <laughs> what an idea. Uh, oh, yeah, he's a holy Jew. Look at that. He closes his eyes when he prays, and he's shaking back and forth. La, 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 la. What a dance he's doing of some sort, but it's not moving around. Staying one place, shuckling, you know. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me take a peek at the sack. He's not looking now, because he has his eyes closed. Let me go over to the satchel here. <sniffs> Hope it didn't make too much noise when I opened it. I'd say, wow, here's a number of... Uh, ooh, look at that. Not just groceries over here. There's rubles in here, too. But I'll start off by taking a few groceries. Yeah, see if he notices it or not. <laughs> and sure enough, he took... I know! He took away those two groceries. That's right. He took away the groceries. And he took those groceries, and he put it away. He took the groceries, and he stuffed it in his pocket. And at the end of the day, he says, Okay, it looks like that's it. That's all the people we're going to have. All right, we're not having any more people here. Okay, so that's it. We're closing up shop now. And what you can do, if you don't mind, it's very simple. You can go home, and if you want more work, you can come here tomorrow, and I'll pay you the same. Uh, yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> all right, he went home. Nice fellow, this Alexei. Let me take a look now and see uh, what's going on in my money bag. I see what I got him. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't write it down, but I don't know. According to my cheshman, what I remember that each person paid me for the firewood, I should have at least two more groschen. Hmm. I'm missing two groschen. Or maybe I just counted wrong. Yeah, that's what it is. And so the next day, Alexei came again. Uh, good morning. Good morning. How are you, boss? I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, you can call me. Um. Um. Uh, you can call me uh, Moishala. Uh, okay, Moishala. No, no, Moishala. All right, Moishala. Fine, no problem. All right, we'll call him Moishala. All right, you call me Moishala. I'll call you Moishala. No, I'm not Moishala. I'm Alexei. All right, Alexei, but I'm Moishala. Okay. You call me Moishal, is fine. All right, Moishal, whatever you want. Hey, you said that pretty good. That's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. Very good. Very good. I'm so happy for you. Okay. Bora Hashem. Okay. So now, what do we got over here? Ah, very interesting. All right. 
let's see. Oh, here comes a customer. All right. Uh, hello there. Uh, you like to buy some firewood? Uh, you're doing pretty good. We have very good firewood choice wood over here. And you speak to my boss, Moishala, and he's going to give you a good price because he's a very nice man. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. But you know, I'm such an old person. And uh, I can't lift all this fire with my hand, but I need it for cooking and everything. So, can you help me out here? Uh, yeah, sure, I can help you out for a groschen. You pay me a groschen, I'll deliver it to you. It's worth a groschen, thank you. And sure enough, he helped him too. And as time would go on, at the end of the day, it came close to Mincha time. Oh, again, I forgot to leave some time to go to a minion. Okay, no, no, what's the luck team? I'll have to do Mincha again. All right, you know what to do. Uh, yes, I know what to do with the money. Ba- what do you say? I said, I know what to do. In case a customer comes, I should tell him to wait. Yes, yes, please, thank you. There he goes again. <laughs> this is great. This is terrific. Look what he's doing. <laughs> he closes his eyes when he prays. Let me go over to the satchel. He didn't say anything this morning. So if I take two groschen, he probably won't know again. Let me take out another two groschen. Okay. And let me make like nothing ever happened. I'll just sit by the tree and wait. Okay, Baruch Hashem finished davening, and now uh, let's go back to work. And of course, at the end of the day, all right, Alexei, you did a wonderful job. You're such a nice guy. I like an honest worker. You're such an honest guy. <laughs> I'm as honest as they come. Oh, I hope so. Okay, as I go on. Hey, what? You cursing me? No, no, no. That doesn't mean you should be healthy. You should be well. Oh, oh, that's Yiddish, right? Yes, yes, yes. Be well. Yeah, Zag is on. Uh, yeah, you've said that pretty good. <laughs> Very good, no problem. Okay, now uh, let me go count up my money. Luffity bum bum. Wait a minute. I don't get it. I'm missing another two groschen. Hmm. Doesn't make sense. I can't make the same mistake twice. You know what? I got an idea. Tomorrow... When somebody gives me money, I'm going to write it down with this pencil. Yeah, because I can't walk around with a feather and ink. It's going to smear all over the place. Well, why doesn't he use a ballpoint pen? Oh, uh, yeah, see. And, <laughs> you know, uh, do you know when the um, <clears throat> the uh, Kotzkarebbe lived? It was in the late uh, 1700s. He was born in 1734. He lived to be 80 years old. So he was nifter in 1814. So if this happened in the early 1800s, <laughs> people, you know, starting to have some fountain pens here and there, but most of them still wrote with feathers. So pencil was more common. Oh, okay, fine. I'll go use a pencil. I am going to use a pencil. What do you think? And so, sure enough, as everybody bought things, without Alexei seeing, he wrote down on a piece of paper all the information. And then, at the end of the day... He sent Alexei home. Alexei went home. And after Alexei went home, <laughs> I know. He took out the money bag. That's right. All right. Let me see what I got here. I'm missing two rubles. I mean, two, two groschen again. 
Two groschen are missing. Let me take my pencil and make a cheshman again. Yep, it should be. Oh, I should have 143 groschens over here. But I only have 141. I did this twice, the math. Somebody's stealing from me. Who could it be? <gasps> when could he do it? If he's doing it, I watch him pretty much the whole day. Except <gasps> when I dove in Mincha. Ooh, I have an idea. Hmm, I have a great idea. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go over and take my tefillin mirror, and I'm going to hold it near my sitter, and then I'm not going to daven mincha right away. I'll start like I'm doing it earlier, and see if that's the time when he steals from me. All right. And so sure enough, the next day, it happened. He went over, and he looked to the right, and he looked to the left, and he said, all right, I don't see any customers that are coming at the moment. A perfect time to daven mincha. I'm davening jump earlier than usual because, uh, you know, uh, nobody's coming at the moment. Okay, and you know what to do. Yeah, I know what to do. Mm. There he is. He's going over and uh, he's starting to pray. He's shaking back and forth. He's doing that shuckling dance. <laughs> and of course, yep, he's doing it. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, 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 yes. There he goes. Mm-hmm. He's shuckling back and forth. Now, let me sneak up to the wagon. Let me open up the wallet. And let me pull out two groschen. This time, as he reached out two groschen, he didn't realize that Moishala was not really davening. He was pretending. And he was looking in the sitter with the mirror. And he saw from the mirror. And suddenly he turned around and he said, Alexei! Huh? Um, why are you looking at me? Because you think you're me, and I am you! Now wait a second. I'm me, and you're you! That's right. But you see how you jumped when I imitated you? Uh, and, and, and it forced me to imitate you? That's right. What are you so scared of? You're doing something wrong? What are you doing near my wagon? Um, um, I, I, I saw uh, <coughs> a squirrel, a squirrel, right. <coughs> I saw a squirrel run over there. Yeah, sure you saw a squirrel run over there. <laughs> you must have thought when I imitated you that I was your father. Your father sounds like that, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, 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 just a little older. Yeah, so I scared you good. Want to empty your pockets, please? Why should I empty my pockets? What's the matter with you? Well, let's take a look here. I'll empty out my wallet then, okay? <laughs> now, before I even count this, let me look at this paper. I wrote down today everybody who came and how much money they paid me. Now, according to this, there should be 152 groschens in here. Uh, well, so count it up. All right, here we go. One, two, three, four. There's only 150. What happened to the other two? I don't know. Maybe you count the wrong. Count again. All right. There's a one, there's a two, and there's a... I got an idea. Uh, let me help you. Let's see. Here's one groschen. Yes. Here's two groschen. Yes. And uh, how much is one and two? Three. All right. Four, five... Ah! You got to wake up earlier than that to catch me on that. That's not going to work now. You listen to me well. And you listen to me very, very well.
You're fired. You tried to rob me. I tried to be nice to you. I tried to give you work, and you don't appreciate it. Ah, you pay me very little. Huh. Well, if you think you have more skill, you should get yourself a better job. If I could see that you do more, I would give you a better job. But you, a thief? I don't need you. Get out of here before I call the local police and have you arrested. Ah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. And sure enough, when he tried to get a job by elsewhere, he would go to another, maybe a farm, and he would go and say, "Excuse me, I'm looking for some work. Do you have any work for me?" You're looking for some work, eh? <laughs> Very nice to hear. And what's your name? My name is Alexei. Oh, your Alexei used to work for Moshe? Uh, well, uh, yeah. Oh, so you're the Ganef. I'm a what? You're not honest. Get out of here. I don't need your help. What? How dare you? And from that day on, this here person, Alexei, decided nobody trusts him anymore. So he can't work. So he decided he's going to rob people. So what he did was, at night, he started to go into the town. But he said to himself, Hmm, I don't want to rob my kind of people. So let me start off with robbing the Jewish people. Then after I do that, if I still need more money, I'll rob <laughs> my own people. <laughs> now wait until it's late at night. And he waited until it was late at night. And the clock was going. Well, it didn't tick that way. Otherwise, he couldn't sleep. It ticked something like. Right. And then after an hour, it went. Uh, sort of. Okay. So anyways, what happened was is. After he woke up about midnight. He snuck quietly down the road. Didn't want to put on any torches or any lanterns. Came quietly. Went by the moonlight to see that it doesn't bump into trees. And he came to a Jewish house. He pried open the window. And moved the window up slowly. Climbed in. And he felt his way around the house slowly. And he took whatever he could grab. A golden lachter. A silver malachter. A silver menorah. Whatever. He took whatever he can get. Some people left some change on the table. He took it, whatever it was. Still a little here, still a little there. And nobody hopped. Nobody could catch him. Well, why don't they take for fingerprints? In the 1800s, the early 1800s, they had no fingerprints. Oh, very interesting. Okay, so what happened next? Ah, so uh, what happened next was he decided he liked what he was doing. And then one day, he decided to get even braver. Braver? What could he do? He's going to rob somebody on the highway. All right, here I go. Going to rob somebody on the highway. Ah, uh, you know what I do? I lie down in the middle of the road. Uh, and I hope they don't run me over. They'll stop the wagon. And then uh, when they come off the wagon, I'll pull out this long knife. And I'll threaten them. And they'll give me their money. <laughs> and sure enough, this wagon was coming down. And the horses were galloping slowly. And finally, it slowed down because it saw the person on the road. 
Hold on there, horsey, Bird Shepherd. We can't go there. It seems to me somebody is hurt on the road. Let me go off my wagon. <laughs> He's coming off the wagon. <laughs> Falling for my plan. Let me see what's going on here. Ah, <laughs> uh, you okay, sir? And he pulled out this big knife and said, All right, you, give me all your money. Or you don't want to think what I can do with this knife. Uh, wait a minute. You can't mess with our business. Huh? What do you mean your business? I'm a thief, too. Hey, I, I was on my way to town. I was going to park my wagon outside town. Then after dark and everybody goes to sleep, I was going to come in and check out the town. Then I was going to come with my gang. You have a gang? Yeah. <laughs> I have a big gang. Yeah. I have about eight to ten people. What do you mean, eight to ten people? Yeah, it's me. Huh? Where did that voice come from? And me! Uh, the don't forget me! I'm up here too! <laughs> you think I would travel alone at night? I'm a gunner. I'm a thief. I know what the roads are like. So, I have my men hiding around. They follow me. What do you think I wasn't going so fast with the wagon so they can keep up? <laughs> so, you want to rob me? Maybe I'll rob you. Uh, so you tricked me, eh? Well, let me tell you something. I don't like to be tricked. Now, Andre was a big, strong fella. He turned out to be stronger than the other fella. Much stronger than the other fella. So he decided to tackle the other fella, and he put him in a headlock, and he held him, and he told him, Now you tell your boys, they better back off, or you know what? Yeah, all right, sir. He's choking me. Back off, guys. Now, if you're really a thief, <clears throat> maybe the two of us can join together. But I'm the boss. Uh, I beat you. You didn't beat me. I'm going to be the boss. All right, all right, all right. And so, sure enough, from that day forward, Andre became their boss. He became their boss. And it was an amazing thing. He had a gang now to work with. And for years, he went around and he was robbing and stealing from people. Sometimes they attacked people on the roads. Sometimes they snuck in at night and robbed houses. And this is the way he made his living. He was happier that way. At least, so he thought. So when do we get to the Kajishamagids of Kedoshlavana? Ah, we're getting there right now. Now, Kedoshlavana is a very interesting tefillah. We all know that through Kiddush Levana, one of the things that it teaches us when we look at the moon and realize the cycle of the moon, first it gets bigger and bigger, and then smaller and smaller until it disappears and everything, it teaches about not to be a big shot. You know the story with the Levana and the sun and everything. I'm not going to go into the story with the Malochim and the Madrashim and everything. But the point is, we learn all about, I know, we shouldn't be a big shot and should be nice to people. 
and realize there's place for everyone in the world, right? That's right. You got that right. So, now that we know that, so, um, let's tell you like this. The Koshin Shemagin, one of the last places he stayed till the rest of his life, was obviously in Koshnitz. That's right. But you know, sometimes the Rebbe can be named after something, but they don't live there. They can live in another country because sometimes times were bad and they had to move. But here in this case, the Kajsa Magid was living in Kajnitz. And he was known as a very holy person. And there are many stories that are told about how, I wouldn't say he performed the miracles, but he had such a koyecha tefillah. And when he davened and asked something from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it mamish filled that criteria of Tzadik Oimeh, Hashem Goizer. A tzaddik says, and Hashem fulfills the decree. Even a lot of the Goyim began to respect the Kajan Samagin. They realized that he was a very holy and special person. Oh, indeed he was. A very holy and special person. Indeed. Okay, now, let me tell you the Kajan when he would go and daven, he closed his eyes and he davened with grace kavana. And when he looked in his siddur, his eyes did not leave the siddur. And then, here it was, on a typical Matzah Shabbos, he go out there and they would say the Kiddush Labana. They would say all the Pesukim. And then, of course, they would dance. They would dance. No, no, not Ashabor. That's a different song. Uh, I'll tell you the song. Uh, you understand now? Uh, yeah, I think so, but uh, I think I'll stick out here and you stay in the story. All right, I stay in the story. And so, of course, they all daven, and then when they finished, they got Brochus from the Heilige Koshnitzemagin. Now, one day, these thieves we having a meeting. Good boy, What is it? What is it? What's the problem? Huh? You got a problem? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people are being afraid to go on the highways now. And lately, you know, I hide in a tree and wait for somebody so I can jump down from the tree, jump and knock him off his horse, and then steal his money and climb back up in the tree or run away. But last night, I was waiting so long in that tree, the next thing I knew it was morning. I'm sorry to hear that. So what are you trying to say? You fell asleep? No, I didn't fall asleep. It was very hard to fall asleep when all those buggies were climbing all over me, especially that caterpillar that almost went in my nose. Ugh, almost went in your nose? Yeah, but don't worry. <laughs> I sneezed and he flew out. <laughs> hey, uh, never mind. I'm not going to ask. Okay, now, <clears throat> uh, let's go further here. Um, uh, anybody else has any problems here? Well, sir, to tell you the truth, I also was trying to arrange an ambush to, to mug people about, but it just didn't work. There's, there's not too many people here. Uh, and you, Igor? Me? <laughs> I tell you what happened. I come outside. I wait. I want to rob somebody. I wait. I want to rob somebody. I wait. I want to rob somebody. 
How many times are you going to say that? Until I could rob somebody. But did nobody come? You're all afraid of us. Uh-huh. <laughs> so maybe it's time for us to move to another area. What do you say? Okay, by me. Okay, by me. Okay, by me. Okay, by me. And of course, they all agreed to move to another area. That area was Kajnitz. You have my card again? No, but I, I just figured it out. Okay. So they went to the area of Kajnitz. And there they were. They were coming closer and closer to Kajnitz. And they were on the outskirts of the town. And strange as it may seem, they arrived on a Shabbos evening. And they didn't realize that it was time for Kedesh Levan. There's a beautiful moon out. Actually, there wasn't a beautiful moon out, but there was by Kiddush Levana. Huh? Was it raining? No. So let me tell you what happened. The Hasidim came outside, and one of them said, I went outside, and I looked for the Lebuna, and there's no Lebuna. It's a very cloudy night. I don't think we can do Kedish Lavana. And the cautious market said, oh, Really? Let me see what's going on out there. Let me go out. And the Heiliger, the holy cautious market, Rabbi Israel Hapstein, he went outside there himself, and he looked and he saw that Taka was cloudy. And the others came out and they said, Do you think we're going to see a nace over here? Sure, sure. If he couldn't hear you, he may not do it. Oh, I don't know. It's very interesting, yeah? And sure enough, the Kajasimagin looked up to the clouds. And he stared at the clouds. And all of a sudden, the clouds started to move a little bit. Like a curtain opening up. And the moon was starting to be shown a little bit. But then the clouds covered again. And then it moved again. Then it covered again. And the, obviously, the Koshimagin dabbed something, said some feel of some sort. And then, as he did that, this time, the clouds moved to the side, and the Levana stayed out. Everybody else to see the Levana. And everybody came outside, and they started the Brocha And they started doing the Kiddush Levana. And they were saying it. And at that moment, while they were in Kiddush Lavana, the robbers, led by Alexei, said, Hey, guys, get a load of this. Hey, this is going to be something very interesting. What do you mean, boss? What's it going to be interesting? <laughs> take a look down there. Oh, you mean by the synagogue? Yeah, take a look. Oh, I see what's going on over there. There's a big crowd of people outside. Yeah, that's right. So we don't have to go to their houses. We can rob them out in the open. Come on, get your clubs, get your hammers, and let's get a move on it. Let's scare them good and make them give us their money, okay? Oh, yes, you're no problem with me. No problem with me either. No problem with me. No problem with me either. And sure enough, they started sneaking down the hill, and they were getting closer, and then all of a sudden, these robbers suddenly made a surprise attack. 
And as they were doing the surprise attack, I must tell you that the Kajusim Margit had no idea what was going on. Because the Kajusim Margit closed his eyes. The Kajusim Margit's eyes was closed and he was in deep kavana. He had no idea that the robbers were coming. And suddenly the robbers came down and said, All right, give us your money or unless you want to have a broken nose or something. Eh, eh, eh. It's Moshe Shabbos. It's, it's right after Abdullah. Uh, not even Abdullah. I mean, we came to my business and we become my business and we give you. Uh, we don't have no money. It's Moshe Shabbos. Oh, yeah? You don't want to give us your money, huh? All right, guys. I think we'll have to beat these people up. Hey, they're going to beat us up. No, no. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's come, come. Life, life, life. And they all forgot about the Rebbe. The Kajarat Magi was standing there and his eyes were closed. And everybody ran away, ran in different directions. Ah, cowards, cowards. <laughs> we'll get you another time. <laughs> wow, what is this that we have here? Oh, look at this guy with the long beard. <laughs> hey, what do you say? Yeah, tell him one guy. He, he didn't even know we're here. His eyes are closed. You think he's blind or something? I have no idea. But, hey, either he's going to give us money, or we'll beat him up for the troubles that he caused us. We wasted too much time here. Now, at that moment, at that moment, the cautious maggot had his eyes closed. But he started saying the words. He started to say the words that, and of course he said it the way he does, with his, uh, you know, the way he speaks with his dialect. So he said, and of course he said that three times and he moved forward and backwards when he said them three times. And then of course he did the next passage too. And he said this three times. And basically means just as I dance before you but none can touch Hashem, and so may be that our enemies should be unable to touch us. And, of course, they should not be able to touch us harmfully, and may a terror and a dread fall upon our enemies. Uh, with a mighty strength of Hashem, let them not move, let them be still like stone. And he said this three times, going forward, and three times going backwards. And all of a sudden, Alexis said, yeah, this guy could pray for tomorrow, today, tomorrow, afternoon, morning, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's not going to help him. Hey, you, I'm talking to you. You give us your money right now. Oh, you don't hear me? I'll come up. I'll pop you over the head. And this guy, Alexei, took this big club of wood in his hand, and he ran up to the Kajus Magan, and he picked up his hand, and he wanted to strike the Kajus Magan, but all of a sudden, he couldn't move. He couldn't move. He froze in his place. Imamis froze still. 
What's the matter, boys? There's something wrong? Hey, boss! You okay? Hey, boss! Hey, boss is not moving. Why, that old man? I don't know how he did that. Let's go get him! And all of a sudden, when they tried to come towards the cautious market, they too suddenly fell silent, and they didn't move. It was like they were in a spell of some sort. And the cautious market was like he didn't even know that they were around. And the cautious market finished his Kiddush Labana. When he opened his eyes, he saw there was no one to dance with him. And he didn't even notice the Goyim because he was so engrossed. And he said to himself, Must be that I did a little more Kavona this time around. And the people didn't want to disturb me. So they left slowly but surely because they're hungry. You know, Moshe Shabbos, you know. Okay, no, no. As I guide this. That's the way it goes. And so the Kajash Magid, he started to walk home to his house. And as he walked home to his house, let me guess, uh, the guy who was frozen paralyzed uh, walked over too. No, he didn't. He was still paralyzed. So then how are they going to tell him to let him go? Ah, because the boss remained uh, paralyzed, but... (laughs) Oh, I get it. The boss was paralyzed, but the others, uh, they stopped. That's right. And suddenly, as the cautious market was walking down the road, going to his home, suddenly the other guy's the spell broke off. Huh? Huh? What happened? Oh, uh, did you see that? Uh, I couldn't move. How about you? I couldn't move either. Uh, duh, duh. I couldn't move either. I couldn't move either. I couldn't move either. Oh, where's the boss? <laughs> Oh, hi, boss. You don't have to wave to us. You can put your stick down. The rabbi is gone. Boss, you can put the stick down. Boss, I'm talking to you. Put the stick down. Boss, you're not putting the stick down. I think that he's stuck. I think the boss is frozen. Uh Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Now I remember. Now you remember what? (coughs) That man with the long beard. Do you know who he is? Yeah, I know who he is. He's a man with a long beard. No, 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 no. <coughs> He's more than that. Oh, yeah, he has a body. He has two feet, two hands, and a nose. No! He's a holy rabbi. I didn't notice any holes. I'm not talking about that kind of holes. Listen to my brother warriors. He's... He's... Let me guess. Wait a second. What's the name of this town? Well, this is the town of uh, Kuznets. He's the Kuznets of Magin. He's a very holy man. Uh-oh. Boss, I'm afraid you picked on someone a little bit more than you can handle. Watch that, boss. I can't understand you. Oh, even though I'm not too smart, but I think the boss says, get the rabbi here. I don't think we could call the rabbi to come here. Look what happened when we tried to force him to give us money. Uh, We froze also. Yeah, so what do we should do? I think we should carry... Our boss to the mugged. Okay. Let's go, boss. I hope you're on a diet. Let's go. Oh, boy, you're so heavy. Whoa! Help me already. I'm coming. I'm coming also. I'm coming also. Uh, uh, I'm coming too. And, of course, the gang got together, and they picked up the boss, and he looked like a statue, and they're walking down the streets of Kushnitz. But everybody was looking from the windows. Are they going yet? 
Did the slecht dimension go away? The bad people go away? <gasps> oh no! They're carrying a statue. They're making a statue from the. They're following the. They're going after the rabbit. Oi! The rabbit is ignoring them. The rabbit went into his house. They're coming to knock on the door. Maybe we should help the rabbit. I think the rabbit knows how to handle himself. I think he has a special connection with our cottage borrow. I wouldn't worry about the rabbit. I would worry about yourself first. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Right, right. And sure enough, everybody wondered what was going to happen. Then there was the knock on the door. And the rabbit said, Yes, please come in. And all of a sudden, the door opened up. And as the door opened up, these guys came in, these Bovan guys, big, muscular guys, and they carried his statue, and they put him down. Ah, a good work. How are you? What can I do for you? Um, I'll speak for you. Don't worry. Okay, you know, uh, the guy is standing like a statue. Uh, he's really not a statue. Uh, really, you know, he's like, um, uh, how should I say, uh, he's a human being. And, uh, you know, uh, we did something really bad, and we're sorry. We're very sorry we did it. You see, because uh, um, we wanted to rob you, and we didn't realize who you were. And then my boss wanted to hit you over the head, you know, with the stick that he has, you know, this club, you know. And then all of a sudden, my boss froze, and he couldn't move, and he's still frozen like a statue, you know what I mean? And then we kind of froze also somewhat, but after you left, we suddenly came too. But our boss is still like this. I guess it's because he's the boss. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I won't rob anymore. I won't rob anymore. I won't rob anymore. I won't rob either. I won't rob it. I won't. I won't. That's very nice. Now ask your boss. Uh, with all due respect, the boss can't move. We can't make out what he's trying to say because he can't move his mouth up and down. I see. And I will ask him. Excuse me. Tell me clearly. Do you agree to give up? Listen to me very carefully. Do you agree to give up stealing from people? Do you uh, agree to give it up? <gasps> yes. Uh, uh, uh huh. Wow, he can talk. Hey, boss, how about walking? I can't walk. That's because I didn't ask Hashem yet to release you. Now, I want to know, will you find honest jobs? Will you find, make an honest living? Uh, I will. I will. I will. I will. I will. I will. I will also. Really? All right. Then go and walk out of here. Yeah, I, but I can't. I, I, whoa. Hey. Hey, guys, I'm walking. Uh, wow. Sorry, Rabbi. Please forgive us. We'll never rob again. Never, never, ever, 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 ever. And sure enough, they all went out. And these group of robbers never robbed again. They were unheard of for a long time. And then a couple months later, there was a knock on the Kajish and Margit's door. Who is there? Uh, it's, uh, me, Alexei. Ah, Alexei. Come in, come in, come in. Uh, thank you, Rabbi. Um, um, 
I just wanted to tell the rabbi that uh, um, I, I, I work a regular job now and uh, I don't steal anymore. But my head is bothering. Oh, you have a headache? No, 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 not that kind. It's like I feel now very bad about all the things that I did wrong. I feel really terrible. I see. That's not very good that you should feel terrible all the time. But it's good to feel terrible that you did terrible things so you could do tshuva. Now, if you don't go back to your old ways and you start doing good things and helping people instead of hurting people, you're going to start to feel better. Rabbi, I realized something. My life was kind of a waste uh, until I met you and that strange night when I saw these miracles. And I heard it's because you study your holy Torah and everything and God is with you. And and I want to be Jewish. And the cousin Shemagin, he tried to discourage him. And he said, listen to me. You don't have to become a gear. You don't have to become Jewish to be able to be good. You could stay the way you are. Just be nice to people. And that'll be fine. Uh, but I really want to be a Yid. I really, really do. And after time and time visiting the Kajas Magid, the Kajas Magid saw that this person was really sincere. And he really, really wanted to become a Gare. So the Kajas Magid sent him to somebody that would teach him all that he has to know and see if he's sincere. And eventually he did everything the way he was supposed to and he really became a Gare Tzedek. And the last years of this person's life, uh, last years of Alexa's life, he went over and he spent in the Kajosh of Medrash. And being that he started learning late, he didn't accomplish a lot with his learning because he didn't have the greatest head in the world. But he was a very big Tehillim Zaga. He said Tehillim every single day. And he tried to be a very Erlach So you see, you never know what happens when you say Kiddush Lavana the right way. Wow, that was terrific. Do we have any time to take any phone calls? Oh, we do. Okay. All right, we have time to take some phone calls. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name? Hello. Yes, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? I learned you should never steal. Very good. Anything? Well, I'm Kaisi Hi, how are you? How are you doing? Baruch Hashem, how are you doing? Okay, that's good. Can I ask you a question? Yes, go ahead. When's the, your new CD coming out? Excellent question. It's almost done. We started working on it again. The cover is done and the inside is done. And just a little touch-ups here and there. And it's going to definitely be released before Hanukkah. For sure. You are the best storyteller that I ever heard in my life. Thank you for the compliment. Thank you for the compliment, and I thank Hashem for giving me such a gift. Okay. Okay, very wonderful, but I have to now go to the next caller. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name, and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Uh, hello? Ah, Masha, how are you? Yes, yes, I'm in. Okay. And, uh, Did you listen to yes, the whole story? Yes, I do have a lesson, and I do have a special birthday announcement for a very special boy in mind. Oh, yeah? You'll hear about it soon, okay? Okay, but you now gotta hurry You gotta hurry the up because... The lesson is that you should not try being a goddess, and 
Hey, it's the Rothberg. You turned you turned eleven years old. Happy birthday! Mazel tov, mazel tov, mazel tov. Yeah, you. Are, if you're listening out there, happy birthday to you. This is a special birthday surprise. Okay, good, excellent. So maybe I should wish a happy birthday to to my grandson Usher. He just became seven. <laughs> wow! Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you just reminded me, and I have to think about it. <laughs> he doesn't like what. Okay, anyways, I have to go to the next phone call, okay? So nice speaking with you. Okay, bye. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name, and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name, and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? My name is Almiakov, and I learned that you should never start up with anybody. That's excellent, excellent. That's in there also. Thank you very much. Okay, okay, let's go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Aharon Rafuel. Say it a little louder. Aharon Rafuel. Aharon Rafuel. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Are you learning a Torah? Yes. Oh, very nice. So you listen to my story tonight, huh? <laughs> yes. Okay. So tell me what lessons do you learn tonight's story? Shouldn't steal anything. And that's all. Come on. You have probably listened really well. So besides not stealing anything, you have to have a moon. Ah, excellent. Good. So you listened well. <laughs> Okay, all right. Thank you very much. Okay, do we have any more time for any more phone calls? That's the last one. Okay, so until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos, and we'll see you all next week. Be'ez Hashem. Goodbye. Goodbye.